Are you enjoying the Grands? We'll be dropping that next week on the Grands podcast feed. Head over to grandspod.com or search for it in your podcatcher of choice. I hate that word, podcatcher. It sucks. Well, that's, that's how you get pods. You catch them. Yeah, you got to catch them pods. I mean, yeah, it's like Pokemon. Like the technical term is like podcast directory service. Ooh, yeah, that's better. No. Yeah, should I? Should we? Don't, don't do that. Your podcast directory <laughs> service of choice. Yeah. Please locate it in your podcast directory. Soyvis. 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 directory, bitch. Head on over to grandspod.com or search for your in your podcaster of choice. This is the BBC. Welcome to the second season of Talking Sons, the tropiest podcast about Dungeons and Daddies made by fans of the show. Dungeons and Daddies is a podcast about four kids who have to clean up the mess made by four dads who hung out in the fantasy realm. This isn't that podcast. You should go listen to it because we don't care about spoilers and we'll spoil everything. Talking Sons, season two, episode 12. Not another teen movie. The music goes here. But dang, but dang, but dang. Hi. My name is Jamie, and my rad fact is that I just got back from Atlanta last night at like one in the morning oh, on a boy, plane. Boy, are my arms tired. No, I already did that <laughs> boy, are my arms tired thing in like season one. Uh, you it, can it repeat jokes. It, it didn't fly. No, no. one remembers. Repeat bad, you can repeat bad jokes. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Nobody else remembers. Fine, fine. Okay, okay. I just got in from Atlanta, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> Tip your waitress, try the veal. I'll be here till Tuesday. Veal? Yeah, because they used to serve veal back in when it was like trendy to serve baby cow. Yeah, I guess that classic comedy club meal. I mean, veal. you know, <laughs> veal parmesan used to be like a thing in the 70s. Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's just, I don't think of that as a comedy club food. I fully think veal cutlets and stuff are still a thing. There's definitely still a thing. It's just, I mean, so they haven't been like a dark Italian restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, they haven't been a thing in our house for at least a decade because like, granted, I'm not vegetarian, but I am not pro animal cruelty. Like I'm a a little bit like, yes, you have to kill the animal before (laughs) you eat it, but but veal is just too far for me. It is the line too far. Okay. I guess that's my rad fact. I will eat cow. Your rad fact is that you're not pro animal cruelty, just like only a little bit though, actually. Only a little bit of cruelty. I What's the I mean, one that's the fat I'll liver? The fear. Uh, uh, the foie gras. Foie gras, yeah. It's the okay. duck, duck liver. They just overfeed them to the point yeah. where they, yeah. Yeah, there's good. there's none of that in our house either. In veal farms for a while there, in like the 90s, it got to the point that they were just like taking newborns, putting them in tiny cages and force feeding them. So why do you know this? Why don't you? Because <laughs> the 90s uh, don't it, exist is... to me. Oh, yeah. Child. This was common knowledge that like veal was baby cows in cages. Yeah. I'm, OK, that was a thing I grew up knowing, too. 
Okay, everyone has stopped listening to this podcast now. In fact, they stopped listening halfway through that. So welcome to the Letty the Wonder Dog podcast. Yeah, anyways, uh, oh, hi. I sensed it and are listening again. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, cutting you off. Hi, my name is Emma. Um, my rad fact is that starting on Monday, I'm going to be working at a summer camp. And I teach children how to play sports. How old are the children, though? Uh, I'm working specifically with like eight to nine year olds. Oof. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, at least it's not teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Eight to nine yeah. is not that bad. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's I, easy enough. You just toss a ball in the middle of the field. They chase after it. And then you give them orange slices. Yeah. They're at yeah. the <laughs> point where it's not like you have to worry about them, like, grievously, like, injuring themselves because they're still too young to be holding sports equipment, but also not old enough that they're terrible little, you know, assholes. Yeah. yeah. Right. You pick the right group. The campus, technically, it can go from, like, six to, like, 13 year olds, but it's obviously split up by age. I specifically chose to work with eight to nine year olds because I think it's a fun age group because that's when you start seeing, like, personality. Yeah, six-year-olds are fungible. Yeah, they're all just kind of the same. In comparison, <laughs> 10 to 13-year-olds are non-fungible and are NFTs. Bored apes. Yeah, I hate NFTs. <laughs> um, you wouldn't fung a token. Yeah, they're kind of little assholes because they're like, I'm so grown. It's like, you're not, you're 13. I'm so non-fungible. Don't you dare funge me. Yeah, eight <laughs> to nine-year-olds. That's when you are in that sweet spot where they're just starting to develop their like own personalities, but they're not assholes. So, well, they can be assholes. Some kids yeah. are just assholes, but well, like, I mean, yeah. Well, so the thing is that they haven't deviated that much. Like the assholes aren't that big of assholes, but like the good kids aren't that awesome either. So, yeah, they're just kind of they're the centrists of children. Yeah, <laughs> they're moderates. They're moderates. <laughs> They only care kids. about, like, economic policy. God, I hate liberal nine-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, fiscally conservative, but socially liberal. Yeah. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. I'm here, and I'm Ignity, and I'm not Nikki, and Nikki's RTXing, I guess? Yeah, she's RTX. Yeah. So she's been posting pictures on the Twitters. Is that with RTX on or off? I don't understand that reference. <sighs> that was a that was a, was a that was an old graphic, old gaming meme. I mean, yeah. Just. Fun fact. Um, I know that's to do with computers because people always talk about like their RTX um for building their desktops, and it took me a embarrassingly long amount of time to um determine that. RTX was not necessarily affiliated with the RTX that has to do with rooster teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nikki's totally a computer nerd. <laughs> she's freaking out about all those new graphics cards. Yeah. She's like, NVIDIA 4080, what? Anyway, my rad fact is that I made cupcakes today. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Nice. What kind? Uh, they were butter cakes. Like, it's like a butter yellow cake thing. And I had to mm. put seven tablespoons of melted butter into it. Sounds about which right. Which is shit. so much Holy butter shit, for a cake. Yeah. A lot Usually of that's like an oil and eggs thing. I yeah. mean, yeah. It, has, it has butter in the name. So, yeah. I, I thought, like, when I got, like, picked out the cake mix flavor, I didn't really look that hardly at the back. And I, I didn't realize that I needed an entire stick of butter for these cakes until. I looked maybe that, two weeks ago yeah. and then I was like, fuck, I need to go buy butter, I guess, if I want cake. 
Are they brioche cupcakes? No, they're just a yellow box cake mix of okay. buttery. I recently Do found a recipe yeah. for red sauce that involves like three quarters of a stick of butter, a can of skinned tomatoes and half an onion. And then you chuck it in a pot and you simmer it for 45 minutes and it comes out amazing. Yeah, no, I've made that red sauce before just on yeah. my own. I don't think I looked up a recipe, but I used to just make like my sauce was just butter and tomatoes. Yes. <laughs> and garlic. I mean, it is really good. Look, you yeah. can't really go wrong with adding a shit ton of butter to most things. Like Paula Dean sucks, <laughs> but she was kind of onto something with just adding a shit ton of butter to stuff. That's yeah. why restaurant food is so good because yeah. they don't care about your heart. Nope. <laughs> they care about your yeah. taste buds. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's just all butter, salt, and MSG. But anyways, yeah. I've eaten two cupcakes already today, so not slowing <laughs> <Yeah>. down. <laughs> I had two cupcakes and a smoothie. That's been my diet. <laughs> it Hell balances yeah. out. Yeah. It's like the Snickers diet, but it's cupcakes. <laughs> Did you um put icing on them? Like Yeah, I have a thing. It's not I didn't make my own icing cream? or anything like that. It's not buttercream, it's Hershey's mm. chocolate. Oh, okay. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Luke, go. Hey. Hey. Hi, Luke. Uh, Hi. My rad fact. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. You know. I'm gonna be Matt this week. I'm gonna cop out. And I'm gonna do. Gonna do my favorite scent because that is what Matt is currently doing. Yeah. And you're all gonna hate me. My favorite scent that reminds me of home every time I smell it is cow manure. Cow manure. Cow manure. Specifically. Cow manure. Oh. It's very similar oh. to cut lawn, really. Yeah, really, it is. Because I was I was surrounded by like cow farms as a kid. Farms. So. Huh. Yeah, it's a very homey scent. I wouldn't want it on a candle. I could tell yeah, you Yeah, okay. That. I was like, oh. uh. <laughs> but it, I, I, it is a nostalgic scent for me. I mean, props for being unique. I've literally never heard anyone say that cow manure is their favorite scent. I would, like, it's not, it's not my favorite scent. In like, I don't want my apartment to smell like literal shit. Yeah, but, but like, it is, it is, it's like a comforting smell to me. No. <laughs> no. Jamie, no. <laughs> no. You're one of the people that Google shouldn't have been invented for. No, he absolutely yeah. is. Um, for those listening still, Jamie just sent a photo of uh pig farts candles and cowpot candles. One's white yeah, and one's good. green. Yeah, neither are the color you'd expect them to be. And the green for the cow pie is not like a, a grass green, it's like a teal. No. Yeah. yeah. Although minky. the white on the, the pig farts candle is like a lard white. It is so white. It yeah. is whiter than the background. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. We all just fit. <laughs> 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 we all just finished listening to season 12, episode tw- or, pff, season 12. Season 12? Season 2. Oh, God. Yeah, season 12. My how time flies. Season Speaking 2, episode shit. 12, Scary Movie 2. In this episode, the kids played a game of Spot the Imposter. It wasn't even it wasn't even Among Us. It was just yeah. uh, them deciding who to shoot for half an hour. Yep. So according to the TV Tropes page, uh, Spot <laughs> the Imposter already. is a situation where the heroes encounter a situation where the villain is an imposter of one of their own and or a sympathetic character. The heroes must find out who is the imposter and who is the real deal, which is pretty much the plot of this episode. Yep. I do have a question, though. What is TF2? Team it's, Fortress 2. Yeah. Yes. What is a hat economy? So, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, uh, 
in Team Fortress 2, you could either win hats for your characters to run around in game with, like Mm -hmm. decoration, or you could buy them. And so that's where the economy was. And there's a, quote, interesting, unquote, anecdote about the hat economy where they brought in someone who balanced the hat economy in TF2 and made it work. So that way, like stuff wasn't like wildly expensive and spiraling out of control or absolutely worthless. It was like it was balanced. There was a good economy where players were trading hats and earning them by doing in-game stuff. And then after that, he quit Valve and then went off to fix the economy of a European country and then won some big prize for it. So, wow. Yeah. And yeah. this is in in TF2 when you're trading hat when you were I don't know I don't know if that marketplace is still up honestly but when you were trading ha- hats and stuff it was like real money so yeah. you'd be paying you know cents for this hat or whatever and then selling your hat for money or whatever right to then buy more hats yeah it, when was this 10 years ago yeah thereabouts huh. uh, so yeah tf2 came out in 2008 or 2007 around then so like 15 or so ish years ago um and then 10 years ago it you know like like video games do it fell out of popularity so they made it free to play and then they added this microtransaction based hat economy to continue to profit from it as they yep. gave the game away to players. Was this like the origin of microtransactions or? No, no. the first microtransaction a video game ever was in Oblivion. Horse armor. Horse armor, yeah. 2006. Yeah. Yep. Oh boy. Yep. Be- before Ooh. that, if you wanted to buy stuff for your game, you would go to the store and you would buy an expansion pack and then you would install it and then keep playing the game you liked. And it was like 30 bucks for an expansion pack. Right. Um. If every, huh. anyone could be what is aware. team fortress too it's a, a first person shoot it's a first person oh, class okay. based shooter oh okay. so like fortnite then that's why he said like when fortnite. he played there are no classes in fortnite beef? no spy yeah, yeah well, so there's a there's spy heavy pyro pyro scout. uh so, scout yeah so it's class based and every yeah, character okay. is unique and every character has different weapons that you can swap out um yep. and Generally, it is team based, I'll so it's like honest, capture the flag. This entire time, there's just been we shop music just playing in my head this entire time. <laughs> Jeez, Emma, <laughs> let people like things. <laughs> no, no one's allowed to Why? like things. Why we shop music? I was interested. No one's allowed to like things. Not on my watch. Emma, why are you yucking our yums? Don't yuck I my cow shit yum. I hate that phrase so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I'm going to yuck yucking other people's yums. Wow. That's like the vine that's like kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> like, don't kink Gross. shame me. Kink shaming is my kink. So, like, anyways. um, You know what okay. Freddie Wong's kink is? Spending $40 on a straw. That's stru- like, that true. Like, what? In his defense, he didn't hiccup after we heard him drink water from it. Okay, yeah. but is this like is an is this like an as seen on TV straw? Because that's kind of what it sounds like. It Hold almost gonna... certainly is. You know those bracelets that are like oh the the electromagnetic field or whatever that those like that golfers love them. 
I feel like it's like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> oh, hang on. I feel like, okay. No, I if I send you a picture, I think you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, I haven't watched a commercial from on TV, especially late night TV in over a decade. So. Yeah. Hickaway? Hiccup Cure Straw Hickaway. So yeah, the straw was featured TV. in what Popular Mechanics, which, as we all know, is the ultimate word in... Um, you know, snake oil versus real. So this has to be real. A new straw inspired by McDonald's. Yeah, okay, well, that seems legit. Is it just a big straw? Wait, wait. So this this kind of looks like the end of the McFlurry spoon, but it's like cut open. So was someone just like drinking water through a McFlurry spoon and it cured their hiccups? Apparently the Hickaway was on an episode of Shark Tank. So I do want to I want to understand how Freddie came to own it. You know, is it that he was I, so embarrassed by his hiccups the last time they came up that he Googled, I need to get rid of my hiccups. And they're like, this is a thing or like, I'm wondering if like someone reached out to him after that episode. <laughs> this is how Freddie joins an MLM. You know, yeah. if any one of them were to join one. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. You're not yeah. wrong. Now I'm just picturing Freddie in It'd be Freddy or... pants. <laughs> yeah. It'd be Freddie or Anthony, but Anthony, it'd be not because he genuinely believes in the products, but because he just like can't say no to people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, do you want to be your own boss? And he screams internally. He goes, "Yes, <laughs> exactly. I can." Poor man. I so, would love to. Yes, I want yeah, this so much. Very cl clear image of, in my mind. I fully expect that to be. Freddie just buys into it. But yeah, no. Yeah, I, and then Freddie struts in and his Lululemon going, "Look at this. It's so comfy and soft. <laughs> These are my soft pants." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fully expect uh, a dad fact to be in like season three of Anthony's like, so I accidentally joined an MLM. You've probably already done it. Yeah, it's probably already happened. It just hasn't been advertised yet. So they call it the Hickaway. However, the true name of it is Forced Inspiratory Suction and Swallow Tool. Otherwise known as Fist. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, yeah, wow. that's what I did to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> I gave her a forced inspiratory suction and swallow tool. Yeah, okay. It's just a weird shaped straw though, huh? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, pretty much. I mean Yeah, it kind of looks like an inhaler. It also has like a cap with like a little hole on the end. So it totally reminds me of just like someone sucking through a McFlurry spoon. No, I, I get it. I understand why, but when you were younger and you got a McFlurry, did you ever try to drink the McFlurry with the spoon? Because I did. No. It no, never but worked. I never had hiccups. Like, it's not a straw. It's just a hollow spoon. And they would also mix it with the spoon. Cause yeah. No right. Yeah. And it'd hook up to the weird machine. This was yeah. like eight-year-old Emma. And for some reason, I thought the yeah. other end of the spoon was also open. And for some reason, it just like never worked. And I'm like, yeah, it's just too thick. It never occurred to me that it was because the other end was closed. I, well, I, I mean, wasn't yeah. a smart kid. I wasn't a smart kid. Or like I had no to common be fair, sense. In your defense, like icy spoons and slushy spoons also have the spoon, but they're also open at the other end, too. Yeah. And I yeah. went for like, Slurpees all the time. Yeah. I never tried to drink the McFlurry because I recognize the spoon and the ice cream. Uh, but I do remember trying to eat a an icy or a slushy with the little spoon thingy, like scooping it out. A little yeah. eighth of a teaspoon at a time. That weirdly sharp spoon. Yeah. yeah. 
Fun fact, you're supposed to take the top off of a McFlurry, by the way. Don't try to eat it with the, the lid. That's just to keep it from spraying out when it mixes. Oh. Oh, that, that makes sense. Makes what? I don't remember the last time I had a McFlurry. I kind of want a McFlurry now. Yeah, me neither. I feel like the last time I had ice cream at McDonald's was like a, probably a shamrock shake or something like that but i get a shamrock shake annually but i also have kids <laughs> i mean i've been to a mcdonald's i was at a mcdonald's yesterday but yeah well now you need to go back and get a mcflurry i guess so also freddie lied this is a 14 dollar straw not a 40 dollar straw which means I think I, oh, so the one he just fully on got yeah. scammed he just fully got scammed well <laughs> Matt walked in wearing some LuLaRoe pants. The... It's like, I got a straw for you. <laughs> I think he got the, the four pack of of uh, Hickaways because the four pack is $35. He yeah. still got so scammed. That, that definitely... Why would you need four of them? Well, I mean, sometimes you don't want Are they one watch. use? No, you could reuse them, but that definitely yeah, tops the most I've ever paid for a straw. So when oh, I yeah. went to Bush Gardens, you're not allowed to have paper straws or like I plastic straws because it's a it's like a zoo. So they don't want the straws getting into like the animal pens. Yeah. So they sell stainless steel straws in the gift store and you can get a four pack for ten dollars. And so now I own four metal straws. Yeah, hmm. I hate paper straws so much. I also hate stainless steel straws. Because they get yeah. so cold. I miss plastic straws. I'll admit it. I fucking miss plastic straws. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. St steel straws just sound ridiculously hard to clean. That they are. Not they, be, no. they come with like a tiny little bottle brush. And if you yeah. lose yeah. it, you may as well throw everything in the garbage. I bought a, let's say, dozen plastic straws for like, you know how ooh, it's been years now, maybe a decade ago, like tumbler cups, plastic tumbler cups that like you take I apart in the straw. Yeah, those are super popular. I still use mine to this day. Nice. But I bought straws for that because the one of the tall cups that I had, I broke the straw. So I needed a new one. I'm still using those straws. <laughs> I haven't even used all of them yet. There's still a box in my drawer right now with a solid like five unused straws and i still use the brush because i used to brush for the straws that i currently have in rotation for all the smoothies that i drink yeah i was so. i was a grown-ass man at 87 years old and i lost <laughs> that little bottle brush mm. and so then i googled it and someone was like yeah just use your kid's pipe cleaner and yep. then i put the oh, pipe cleaner yeah. into the pipe and it cleaned it and i was like this this is why it has that name <laughs> yeah. um i still have my, the brush that came with it i've that has been with me since i bought them while i was in new jersey so so we're talking like eight years now wild i'm gonna yeah. bury you with those straws i know yeah <laughs> if one of them cracks i'm almost excited and i'm like i get to start a new one Ooh. <laughs> that, you don't live a very exciting life do you <laughs> I don't go through straws, at least. Yeah. Fair. If you're excited by straws, I mean... They're pretty colors. Yeah, I know. Fair enough. I mean, they're I'm functional. I'm on the orange one right now. <laughs> they're like members of the family after a while, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I, I started <laughs> an one orange dies. one. I took an orange one out of the package for the smoothies because the blue one that I was using, I've been putting soup in that cup mm. so the blue one tastes like tomato soup and i didn't want to cross mm. over so yeah, yeah. Now i have a blue anyways. and orange two whole straws wow <laughs> yeah anyways um two so, so they have everything almost have everything they need for co code purple yeah well that's the end of the episode <laughs> is it yeah i mean nothing happened yeah. in between so it's all good you know no. yeah well i guess uh, that's excited is that they have new dice Freddy got dice. Freddy has actual yeah. dice. Yeah. Daddy. Oh yeah. yeah. Also, I 
they leveled up a bit. Um, they all have one Three level. for the boys, yeah, seven for the girls. Let's talk about yeah. how unfair this is going to yeah. be. And how the hell is Anthony going to fucking balance fights like this? Assuming yeah. Anthony has ever balanced a fight ever in his I mean, life before. Yeah, so it's just going like to make the, it harder, though. Although, I mean, I guess it's Beth, so... Eh. Yeah, the good news is, like, of all classes, a warlock's probably the one of the better case scenarios of being, like, ahead by several levels. Yeah. Cause like if you had I mean, a it's fighter, not like a wizard. yeah, like a or like a fighter who get extra fucking attacks, then you're fucked. But I'm excited to find out. Finally, please, for the love of God, I just want to know the fucking subclasses. I please. No. Well, well, yeah. Freddy's a Horizon Dawn Walker. Horizon boy. Walker. Uh, sure. Yeah. He's a weeb. Sure. Of course. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Matt and. Will Dredd haven't said yet. Will could have said it since like episode one because clerics pick their subclass at first level. Yeah. yeah. Well, Will pulled instead. He said, oh, I'm level three and this is a third level spell. And I was like, ah, that's some bullshit, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole thing was bullshit. There's no such thing as a whatever he Planer said. weapon. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a real spell. He was trying to bluff, though, trying was, to get a react. Yeah. Like he yeah. was he was playing by the game like, you know, uh, a way that, you know, this could have resolved properly, you know, like in Toy Story 2, according to the TV Tropes page. God. <laughs> God. Uh, Buzz Lightyear, there were two Buzz Lightyears and uh, Buzz pops the helmet on the new guy and outs him as the imposter. Right. Yeah. You know, so um, it's like something that I have seen shows, that movie. Yeah, something that shows character growth. Plus, I mean, you know, he could have just shown the Andy marking on his foot right away, but we had to show that he had progressed since the first movie. That's good. Yeah. But um I'm I'd put money on Link being uh, a redemption paladin. Like, yeah. Feels right, right? It would be easier to know these things if they played D&D ever. <laughs> yeah. Never gonna happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, even, like, Will, uh, you could feel Anthony, like, sweating. You could feel the DM sweat as soon as Will was like, oh, I have a spell that can track. <laughs> like, yeah. I know where objects yeah. are. And he's like, uh, uh. And then, like, oh, okay. So oh, now he knows where the scrunchie is. Feet. Oh. Uh, uh. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, oh, I have zone of truth. It's like, uh. Yeah. Even Will, like, calling himself out for failing his own thing is kind of like, yeah. Will's doing more as a DM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Freddy fully yeah. played D&D with, like, a bunch of actual D&D players the other, like, a while back for Roll20. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see that just to see how outclassed he Oh, it's was. on YouTube now. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I just yeah. don't have the... I have a hundred podcasts to listen to. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, I've been planning on watching it. I just have been lazy. Um, but I'll watch it and let you know. Thanks. I would like to know. Yeah. Because I've only heard about it in the Dungeons and Dads Discord. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I trust anybody in there to tell me what D is like. So Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. do you trust me? Yeah. Yeah, but you're not like in there. You're not in, in there, there anymore. anymore. So. <laughs> I fully am in there. I just never talk. Hey guys, if you're listening, I am yeah. in the Dungeons so and Daddy server. I'm actually a mod in the server. <laughs> I just don't do shit. I'll occasionally chime in like, hey. Anyways, they almost have everything they need for Code Purple. Yeah, they just have to go studying. Oh boy. So yep. we are coming up on episode 13 so they're switching from you know like 50 60 episodes per season to i guess tv like us tv (laughs) seasons with 13 episodes 
There was there were how many times in the first season of D and Daddies did we think we were coming up on the end? How many times in a row? There was yeah, at least no, four they... or five times that we were like, oh, this kind of seems like we're coming to the end of everything. And then they're like, nope, 20 more episodes, motherfucker. I, yeah. know, I only felt it when they collected all the kids and then they had to kill the Dread Calvicarus. And I was like, OK, I guess it's going to end soon. And then they second season didn't essentially. Yeah, right. I mean, I feel like there's definitely a plan beyond Code Purple or whatever the fuck. But yeah, I think if yeah. they, like, I think they're going to open up the door or whatever. Code Purple is going to happen and like shit is just going to get more fucked up. It's right. just gonna get worse. They but, gotta go the yeah. forgotten. Realm. We gotta see Erin O'Neill. I miss her so much. This is. I will mention this as many times as it needs to happen. Bring her back. Miss her. Yeah, we need to Matt Damon her. Yeah, <laughs> she's fine. Matt just bring Damon. her back. Bring her back. Or like reveal that May Hales is actually Erin O'Neill. I'd be happy with that. Although I do like May Hales, and I would like to see Erin O'Neill. May Hales isn't. I don't. I don't think that May Hales is competent enough. Yeah, I yeah. wish they yeah. talked they, to her. They more. haven't gone to her enough, and like she's too much of one of the teens, kind of. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that if if she was like Erin O'Neill level competent, she wouldn't be as attached to the group. Like it, it just wouldn't work. Otherwise, she'd solve all the problems. Yeah, yeah she'd still be. She'd be running daddy's perfectly That's fine true. and the kids would be she'd be like oh you guys uh you just take care of the high school i've got the rest of the world <laughs> right i do like the incompetent woman rep um because i'm an incompetent woman um <laughs> what what's where's the question mark incompetent or woman woman that was where the inflection was okay. come on i know i'm incompetent don't know if i'm a woman anyways but yeah um i do like that rep i do think her and aaron o'neill should kiss this is my agenda. Do, do you do you really do you really want Anthony narrating a romance scene for you? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Like, no, no. You say that out loud, and that's yeah. Uh, so don't don't try willing it. I into didn't. Existence. Let the yeah, no, I didn't door. think of the. Yeah, I didn't think of the actual yeah. implications of that happening in the that- podcast. Yeah, like people think, oh, it's great to play a horny bard in D&D, but then they never realize, oh, I'm going to have to ERP with my friend who I've known since childhood, who's <laughs> also, you know, yeah. just as much as an unattractive nerd as I am. Uh, and then scary feels bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, like... I don't know, like there was supposed to be character growth and then there wasn't. So she, Beth, kind of pulled a Freddy. Yeah, it was just like forced not character growth, basically. Because <laughs> she's like, it was like, uh, she's like dancing around the fact that she's trying to say something. He's like, go, I guess. He's like, okay. And then he just goes, she's like, ah, well, fuck. Yep. So That's the Beth formula. Yeah. She can't, she'll like, not taken seriously most of the podcast in the last like 10 episodes she just drops some bombs and you're like oh fuck well she just did that to herself so <laughs> yep beth was her own emotional cock block <laughs> mm-hmm. aren't we all uh-huh <laughs> aren't we all really and now a word from our sponsor It's two for 200 time at Friday's. This means that any two people can come to Friday's and for $200, they can get an appetizer like our delicious spicy buffalo wing, two entrees like our delicious shrimp fried rice, and herb grilled steak, plus one unbelievable dessert like mocha mud pie. So pair off because right now it's Friday's two for 200 time. 
find us in the back alley between Buka DePacbo and those other guys. Everyone looks forward to Fridays. It's two for 200 time at Fridays. This means that any two people can come to Fridays, and for $200, they can get an appetizer like our delicious cheddar bacon potato skins, two entrees like our delicious chicken fried rice, and herb grilled chicken, plus one unbelievable dessert like the chocolate lava cake. So pair off because right now it's Fridays, two for 200 time. Find us in the back alley beyond Buca de Beppo's and those other guys. Everyone looks forward to Fridays. Wow, Friday sounds great. I can't wait to go there this Friday. I'm going to left Fridays. I, I don't have one around me, so... I prefer I, Applebee's. Oh, I got one of those. I like Applebee's. I get their Fiesta Lime Chicken with extra Fiesta. Mm. I don't like their Fiesta Lime Chicken because it's usually just chicken with a platter of curly uh, tortilla chips, and that's it. And rice and the Fiesta sauce makes it. I like to get just a gallon of the Fiesta sauce. I drink the fiesta sauce at the table. That's my diet for the next week and a half. Just fiesta sauce. No, I drink it all at the table. The entire gallon. I sit at the table with a straw. It sucks now that it's papers with a big ice cream pail of the fiesta sauce. And I just drink the fiesta sauce (laughs) at the table. And I make intense, uncomfortable eye contact with the waiter. See, now I'm just like picturing you pouring out shots of it and then like slamming them back, just like, oh, then just never breaking eye contact. Yeah, if I have a really rough week, I'll do that. But I sit at the bar and it takes shots and like the bartender will be like another one. I'll be yeah, but and he takes out his little soda gun, but it's just fiesta sauce. (laughs) You guys are making me hungry. Again, I've probably eaten cupcakes in a smoothie today. You should probably eat more than that. But you know what? I mean, you. I've also only had an entire bag of ketchup chips that I bought today and two, like, ice cream drumsticks. Ketchup chips are potatoes. fiercely, ca- aggressively Canadian. Mm. Yeah. See, the thing is, I don't even like ketchup. I like ketchup chips, though. All, all dressed is superior. All dressed are opinion. very good, but I don't know. I've just been really into ketchup chips right now. Salt and vinegar. That's where it's at. Well, yeah, but that's why you yes. get the all dress because it's ketchup, barbecue, and salt and vinegar. Get the trifecta. Is that what that flavor is? Yes. I hadn't realized. I've had it's them like, before. I didn't yeah. assign what they actually tasted like, though. Well, I mean, it's three things mixed yeah. together. So, anyways, um, y'all want to go through TV tropes? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. So, um, we're looking at the spot the imposter TV trope page i will probably go to other tv trope pages um is there, is there like I, a random button i have never used this website there is i think a random trope button at the bottom yeah um or, no it's at, it's on the home page i would like to okay. read uh some of my favorite entries so in podcasts there's one other entry for the spot the imposter trope and it's from the adventure zone balance with magic brian oh wow anthony's yeah. gonna cry to know that he copied the adventure zone again but yeah, um, we should call him out on it right now. <laughs> yeah. My other two favorite entries are under the mythology and religion section. There's one entry. It's from the Bible. It's that like King Solomon one. And then under the music entry, it's Electric Six's pleasing interlude one has the protagonist wake up and visit a grill he frequents daily. He deduces the man behind the counter is the impostor. That's how it's written. When they forget his usual order. Absolutely no other context is given for this. 
Have you ever heard the song before? No. Me neither. I feel like we should. Let, let's, what song? Should we? Oh, sorry, should we Six's pleasing interlude one. We are going to listen to the song. I, I typed into Google Electric Six, and the, mm-hmm. the top one after Electric Six is Electric Six Gay Bar. Oh, <laughs> good for them. Oh, the song is subtitled Senor Smoke. Fun. How long is the song? Oh, it's 47 seconds long. Oh. Yep. Perfect. Oh, boy. Wait. This, this sounds sucks. Like... No, Luke, this sounds like you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? Huh. I love that this has gotten to the TV tropes page, though. Yeah. Somehow. Oh, my God. Like, is it an Electric Six fan? Like, oh, how? my God. Okay. Well, it's weird hearing myself when I was uh, 15 again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The song was... Holy shit, I was so expecting the song to sound like that. <laughs> I'm so... so- I mean, are you for for the listeners? Because we don't oh want to get copyright struck. This was a, a song, forty seven seconds long, where it was essentially Luke telling a story about how he went into get a Utah burger and the bartender forgot who he was. I'm so, um, but I'm so, in the background, there's a terrible synth player. It sounds like I feel Korean. like I played that exact song on my tiny piano that I got when I was seven. Holy <laughs> shit. It's so bad. I was not expecting the song to sound like that. So, I wonder if the rest of the album is like this. I know. I Oh my so, god. I, I'm reminded because he's playing just like banging the keys. <laughs> yep. And so H. John Benjamin recorded oh, yeah. a jazz album. Yes, he did. I think it's called I Can't Play the Piano. And so <laughs> he hired a really good jazz band to do backing music. And then when the piano comes in, it's just him banging the keys. Oh, I love yeah, that. He performed on Colbert one night doing that. My stomach hurts. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, it was bad. It sounds bad. It's just bad. <laughs> it's very up and down. Yeah, it's 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 me when I was fifteen and I just got Garage Band and I'm trying to figure it out. It sounds yeah. exactly like Luke. It does. They do say <laughs> imposter as the impostor. Impostor. Like they do say exactly <laughs> like it's written. Yeah, there's stuff under like fan fiction and stuff. Um, too. Ooh, random trope button. Let's see. Uh-oh. Art course. Oh, no. You don't want to talk about the audio drama tab? Oh, yeah. It's a Doctor Who or something. Big Finish Doctor Who story. Oh. I didn't see the comment. The Demons of Red Lodge, which is, you want to know something wild? The same uh, hard drive that I have all of Talking Sons' uh, backlog saved to also holds many gigabytes of Doctor Who Big Finish stories. Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sounds about right for you. I think I bought like the Doctor Who audio drama, like Humble Bundle 10 years ago. So I have a bunch that I've listened to like two of them and then I just never got back to it. Uh, funny that the bad guy is called Spyro. <laughs> yeah. What? The dragon? What? Yeah. Yeah. The Spyros is a monster that feeds on people and takes their form. And apparently huh. they're traveling with Nyssa, which would make it fifth doctor. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I didn't go that far back. You don't know me in my Whovian phase, but I've watched all of it except for the new stuff <laughs> and in another entry that nobody has seen coming in under comic books 
Spider-Man. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Wouldn't that be in TV show, though? That's Is that a... Well, so it happens, uh, according to TV tropes, this happens a lot when the chameleon is evolved. Ah. Is, wait, no, I can't even read it right, so. He is a master of disguise, after all. Parentheses. Um, so. Okay. Oh, the random trope I got was art course, which is like when you take a piece of art and make a video game course out of that, which is boring. I'm going to go until I get good. Co- oh, sexy Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah, my next one is the sexy Scandinavian, which is about sexy Scandinavians. Goosebumps is in here. Oh, God Emperor of Dune. I actually read that one. I think I listened to it at the very least. Yeah, the face dancers. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, so here's how they resolved this issue in G.I. Joe. Uh, An early issue had Zartan trying to escape the pit by disguising himself as various Joes until he tries to imitate Gung-Ho right before the real one shows up. When both of them end up in front of Sergeant Slaughter, he decks one of them, which shifts back to Zartan. Slaughter just says it was a lucky guess. In this, there has to be more Doctor Who in here. The Zygons are very explicitly shapeshifters, right? That has to be in here somewhere. Well, it might be under TV show then, which gets its own page. Live action TV is its own sub page. It's not even a little tab. Oh, where is it? I can't. I don't know how this website works. Well, it, that is a blessing because, uh, oh no, I've introduced you to TV tropes. You're not going to sleep for the next three oh, days. They, there's a button. I click the button and it hasn't done anything. Click. Click. The rest of this episode is just four hours of Agnitty going click. Click. <laughs> click. Huh. That's interesting. Click. Hey, Agnitty, I gotta go to bed. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, sure. And click. Uh-huh. click. click. <laughs> Bionic woman. <laughs> click. Black Wait, Adder. There's a TV show called Those Wacky Nazis. Uh, 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 okay, <laughs> hold on. Those Wacky Nazis. Let's look this show. Let's see. This happened in Buffy. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Oh, there's the Doctor Who. There they yeah. go. Yeah, there's the Zygon invasion. See, I, I've watched the show. It's actually mostly new Who. They haven't listed any of the old Who. Zygons. You need one. to. You need to go back and fix that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Doctor Who again. I'm just waiting for Russell T Davies to take over at the end of the year or whatever. Mm. Beginning of next year, whenever yeah. he's gonna do it. And then I'm going to binge like the last doctor's worth of stuff so so I can get it done. There's a trope called adventures in the Bible. <laughs> Whatever happened. Okay. Um, it's when you time travel to events from religion or mythology. Oh, Gilligan's Island had this happen in it too? How? There were like five people and Literally. one of them was Gilligan. Apparently they had several imposter episodes. Several? There was an imposter Gilligan who was actually a Russian spy. What? Gilligan discovered him and the two do a mirror scene in a doorway until Gilligan pretends to sneeze, but the imposter actually does sneeze. Uh, second feature, the imposter Ginger. Who couldn't see well without her glasses, which gave her away, which is very Velma of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, third imposter, Mr. Howell, who first turned up in the mainland, claiming he was the only survivor of the castaways, then wound up on the island after falling off his yacht. And that's a bit of karma. <laughs> okay. That's so many episodes for an island <laughs> where no one else can get to. The whole conceit of the show is that they're all on the island, right? Yeah, that's, that's Gilligan's Island. How long did the show run, though? I'm going to say decades. It ran for three seasons. Really? Wow. How many episodes in a season, though? Because 300. It wasn't 13, right? Uh, 36 in the first season, 32 in the second, 30 in the third. Okay, so almost 100 episodes. And yeah, that's like 
nine years worth of shows and yeah today. today's standards or yeah, that was um, that was yearly it was only for three years that it ran yeah i mean netflix is also putting out a similar amount of but yeah i mean like the set was like an island mm-hmm. it's not like they were doing hey, a lot found, of expensive um, on-site it was parried on hey, the late, I found, late show with james um, gordon Hey, I found um, a list I want us to go through. Uh oh, tropes that will never happen. Chairs sit on people. Yeah. <laughs> um. This is a very. This is an extremely long list. Holy shit! Death the raw eater. Adaptational pimp. Cool tricycle. The one Fabio limit. I'm going here. Hey, hey, sliders. Sliders had a spot the imposter. Oh nice. God, I mean, bile. That, um. That, yeah, that makes sense. Here's one, uh, bile fornication. Ooh, hot. Let's see. Um, I know, I know, um, I mean, Star Trek, I guess I probably had dozens as well, to be honest. Okay, how many do you think Star Trek original series had? The original series? I'm looking at it right now. Uh, yeah. a dozen. Anybody else care KS? Uh, I don't know, 20? Emma, Emma, go Price is Right, one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> One, I don't know what we're talking about because I'm reading a trope that's called the walrus was not Paul. There are only six listed. Okay. So I was half right. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> was I technically the closest then? Yep. Yeah, I guess so. Fuck. You were over. the one who was it closer. It may be the origin of the shoot us both gambit. Fuck, the walrus was Jamie. Dun, dun, dun. Jamie's been a 87 year old walrus all this time. I am the walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Um, I'm just, I mean, at this point, I am just reading these tropes because it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I got one here. What is it? Mario Party games have good AI. That is apparently a trope. I don't understand why or how, but that's here. Uh, it's I'm a still list. having fun in the spot. The imposter one. There's Supernatural's on here, too. I mean, of course, Supernatural's on there. Uh, yeah. This became a pretty regular thing on Supernatural. <laughs> oh, Twilight Zone's in here, too. Walker Texas Ranger. I can't believe none of us opened the professional wrestling tab in the spot the imposter one. <laughs> I barely looked at that page, to be honest. Hang on, what? Hang on, hang on. Now I'm back to spot the imposter, because what? Professional wrestling. How? Uh, the infamous NWO sting angle in the WCW, where the NWO introduced an Poster sting around the same time the real sting had changed his look, meaning no one recognized it at first. And then also the infamous Dragon Door project, whose main angle revolved around a half dozen wrestlers impersonating Ultimo Dragon, but with the accent mark on the O, or Tiger Mask, along with a Tiger Dragon. Okay. So, this is this is super riveting, but I think we're at um, like an hour. Everyone, go listen to uh, "Pleasing Interlude One" <laughs> by Electric Six. Wait, yeah, and yeah a, sure. No, no, guys, uh, that way. Go, go listen to the album that I put out when I was fifteen. Uh, There's a spot the imposter at Animal Crossing. Yep. Okay. So, uh, and moving on to our fandom plug, where we talk about spot the imposter references from the TV tropes page that we're fans of. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a fan of Animal Crossing. That's fine, right? That is a Yakuza one, too. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie, you got a plug? Yeah. uh, So from the live action TV, there was Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm -hmm. When during the the giant spider invasion episode, there was a thing where Servo got cloned by the pod people. And the question was, "Okay, what condiment did I pour into your sneaker only two weeks ago? And it was ketchup. Hmm. Wait, are we actually reading from TV tropes for our plugs? I don't know. I mean, I'm a fan of... Mystery Science Theater 3000. I mean, I am too, 
but okay. I okay. Here I go. Um, so because I it's me and I did not have um something prepped, I clicked random media to get one. So my my fandom plug is a video game, Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, oh good choice. God. Good choice. He's yep. being sarcastic. Terrible choice. No, it was it was a really good game. So like the uh, old ones, they used to have like adult age checks. And so it was like prove you're over 18. And so it would ask you a question that like only adults in the 80s would know. And it was like questions about like sports events in the 50s and movies and stuff <laughs> that like. But it's super old now. Someone find a question for oh, me yeah. right now. I want to know if I'm over 18. Somebody find me a laser shoot Larry question. <laughs> I remember seeing ads for the new games in Electronic Gaming Monthly when I was like 12. The latest installment came out in 2020. Okay, so from the original version, 1987, uh, Johnny Carson is A, a singer, B, David Letterman's sidekick, (laughs) C, Ed McMahon's sidekick, D, an actor. Carson's a late night host, so... uh... Nope, the answer is B, David Letterman's sidekick. Who's also late night. Yeah, I wouldn't... I guess I'm not an adult because I don't know who that is. You don't know who Carson is? Okay. Wait, Carson who? Johnny. So another one. No. Paya Zadora is A, sexy, D- B, a singer, C, short, D, all of the above. All of the D, above? all of the above. It's always all of the above. But and it's yeah. always all of the above. See, I knew that just from test taking skills. Okay. Okay. Another one. So this, yep. you know. Over 18 check. I'm feeling old. Yeah. Lingerie is A, sexy. <laughs> B, a kind of car. C, a French food. D, edible. <laughs> I, I mean, ends, could be at it? least two of those. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could technically, I guess the answer they're probably looking for is A, but it technically could also be D. Yep, yeah. It's also A. So uh, here's another one. Um, Sex is A, great. B, okay. C, a spectator sport. D, a mystery to me. Uh, for me personally, it's D, but yeah. I'm guessing the answer is actually A. It is. I mean, it, it depends on what you're into. It might be C, too. So <laughs> there's, there's this whole age quiz. So I was pulling from the third tab, the classic 1987 one. So so like how many questions do you have to get right? Just one. Oh, OK. But the thing is, every time it comes up, it, it wants a different one so that people just don't know. Oh, yeah. Kids learn. Oh, it's it's B. It's this one. I mean, it just teaches kids. What happens if you get one wrong? Does the game just shut off? <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, it, it boots you back out to like grow up kid oh can see Come the back here when you're older yuck okay i got i got the final one a narrow jacket is a made from tan narrow hides b out of date c a middle eastern prophylactic or d around a car's radiator what the fuck no i don't know what did you just ask me it's b out of date <laughs> a narrow so jacket are... is it this is commenting on fashion sense then it is it is okay. but i mean you know it's like it's it's a jacket that was big when people were kids and was and out it's of very date much in style now everybody's into tight suits <laughs> yeah that's fine um, anyways uh yeah so larry leisure suit larry i guess yeah sure plug that i guess yep i i had fun oh <sighs> agnita you got anything that's not uh, i always larry. have some let me roll some dice we'll pick a podcast uh, no no yeah, no okay. pick a trope <laughs> 70 gonna click the random trope button 70, 70 times, times. <laughs> hold on i did a search for 70 and the top result is 70 c's webcomic tv tropes hmm. uh concluded on june 28th 2013 
So it's one of those dead web comics. 70 is with cock and candles, but I don't know if that still exists. And even when I was looking to it, I wasn't super into it, to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> is it still hosted? Like, can you still download episodes? Yeah, it still exists. Uh, it's about someone deciding that they're going to become a witch and not doing it very well. Um, mm. In a weird kind of modern setting with a bunch of sound design choices that I don't really agree with. You know, it's like sometimes like you hear somebody like clearly just Google take off tape and didn't actually think like what that would sound like. That's just me being picky. Was, was it like a mm. plane taking off recorded on tape? No, <laughs> no, it was still <laughs> tape, but it was like and it very much sounds just like masking tape that's taking like straight off a roll instead of mm. taking tape off of a someone's face or something, whatever it was. So, so not good fully. Yeah, but. Very nearby that and surrounded there is uh, The Monster Hunters, which is an excellent podcast that is great if you like tropes. Uh, <laughs> really? uh, it's Tell like a couple of guys who are very much like 70s action stars and it's very funny and English and fun to listen to and just below with talking candles is Brimstone Valley Mall which is if you enjoy demons and mall culture the ideal podcast for you it's very good it's about a bunch of demons who kind of want to get back to hell but they all have to work at a mall first so well I, I listened to it and it wasn't that they wanted to it's that they they were kind of wanted... getting dragged back to hell they wanted yeah. to but like like they were responsible for the sector and they were just taking it easy, not really making people sin. You know, getting a few soul coins at a time. You don't really need to have them. No one's really overlooking. But then they had, you know, it was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed wow. it a lot. Wow. So I, I pulled up. You you mentioned that Monster Hunters was for tropes. Mm -hmm. um, there were so many tropes that they had to collapse them into folders. Yep. That's them. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great podcast. Right. I highly recommend the Monster Hunters. That's a fun one. I've listened. I don't listen to many podcasts more than once, but that one I think I've listened to at least twice, if not three times. Oh, okay. So there's uh, three full seasons of six episodes each, plus lots of specials. Mm -hmm. I would like them to come back. I don't know if they will. I don't think they will. Maybe come back. They are part of the Definitely Human Network. Luke, what are you a fan of? You. I am a fan of uh, a game that just came out this week, and I, I literally saw it on the uh, Nintendo Direct that they oh, did is on it, Thursday. Is it, is it Neon White? No, it's not, because I don't like games like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's called Little Noah, Scion of Paradise. It's a side-scrolling roguelite, hmm. and it's fun, and it's cute, and it's it's been a good time. It's got a very interesting combat system um, in that you get monsters and add them to your team, kind of like Pokemon, but instead of them, like, fighting on their own or whatever they like act as your attack hmm. so like if you have a little dude that has a sword he runs out with a sword and attacks for you and then the next thing on the combo comes out so if it's another one with a sword but it does like an uppercut it comes out and does an uppercut so you like collect these monsters as you go through a dungeon and then you combine them into a combo that suits your play style effectively and just works for you and it's 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 very yeah, it's pretty interesting that way. It seems potentially short. I got three hours in the other day and it was like, oh, you're like a third of the way there. I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> so it seems potentially short, but it also seems like it could get like an uptick in difficulty. So we'll see. But it's been a, it's been a fun time. Or it could just be like Hades where you get to the end and then it's like, oh, you need to beat this 20 Nine more, times. more times. Yeah, yeah. Eh, maybe. I don't know. It's also by Psy Games. They did um, probably most notably for most people is Dragalia Lost. It was a mobile phone game that they, they just canceled this year, I think. 
small. I recognize the name. Yeah, it was it was it was another Nintendo game. It was like right. one of Nintendo's first mobile games. Nintendo's first mobile game was Mitomo. Hey, Miss Mitomo. The art styles are very similar. You can definitely tell yeah. that this is like one of their games and yeah, it's been a good time. It's 15 bucks, so you don't lose it much if you don't like it. But nice. It's also on Steam. It's not just on Switch. Cool. I'll have to pick it up for my Steam Deck. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good for that. It really would. All right. I'm not Beth May, and she's not here to send us out. More theme music goes here. Ba-dang, ba-dang, ba-dang. This podcast was created and produced by a cloned group of volunteers. Talking Sons was mastered and edited by Igniti. Our theme music is Madness is Everywhere by Lobo Loco. Grab the next podcast in your app of choice or from Nikki.horse. Next episode should drop on July 18th. If you would like to help us find the real Nikki, consider telling your friends to listen to the Grands. We'd really appreciate it because Nikki and her clone won't stop insisting that they are the real one. Help! Did Normal get clean yet? Normal recognized that he tastes horribly and thought about taking more showers. So maybe?